to I like to spar on Saturday. It's a bit like a fight club here, you know. Mm. Um, and then and then the fact that I'm older, but I can I can still you know give a hard time to all those young guys, uh, the bigger guys. I I, I like it. Hello and welcome to Fighters in the Making, the show in which we talk to ordinary people who've made the extraordinary decision to be involved in boxing, Muay Thai or any other martial art because anybody willing to be punched in the face must be a bit special. So for this first edition, I'm very happy to have Christian Somme, uh, the founder and head coach of uh, Elite Coach Sport Academy in Singapore to be our first guest. Uh, full disclosure, Christian, you're also my coach. We just finished a big Muay Thai session just now. Uh, but to get started and to kick things off, how are you feeling? How are you today? Thank you, Alex, for having me today. I'm feeling very good. Uh, I'm looking forward to answer all your questions and uh, I hope it's going to be a good blast. So essentially what I've noticed by being more and more involved in boxing is that it seems to me and this is my hypothesis for this series it seems to me that everybody kind of has a story and so that's what I want to explore with you today it seems to me that all of the people who are involved in boxing in Muay Thai in martial arts uh, they could be running on the treadmill or they could be you know lifting weights instead they come to a gym sweat with each other get punched in the face and that's not necessarily very normal behavior so uh, that was a bit the, the the idea behind this series and when i realized that you've been involved in how many martial arts do you practice actually um yeah i'm not so sure about it i think uh probably five So boxing, Muay Thai, Judo, Judo, BJJ, BJJ. Uh, French boxing, um, kickboxing. That's a long list. <laughs> yeah, I have done capoeira. Um, I forgot. There is, there is. I, I like to touch about everything, a bit of karate and taekwondo, but not really picking up seriously because I, I, I want realistic martial arts. I want something that, that has an effect in a self-defense situation. I see. Yeah, okay. But actually, so, to, do you remember the first martial arts you got involved with? Like the first gloves you picked or the first dojo you went to or the first tatami? Yeah, of course. I was uh, five years old when I started judo. My parents sent me to uh, the local club in France uh, near to my, you know, my school. And then I uh, just loved it. It's just uh, amazing. You were part of, you were the David Douillet generation? Yeah. yeah, I was a David Douillet generation, so I, I saw I saw him grow and, and, and win, you know, the world championship. It was great. I think, actually, I feel like a lot of French guys, and we're both French. I mean, I, I don't think there's a big spoiler here. Um, I feel like a lot of French people, especially around that era, judo was very popular because guys like David Douillet were uh, winning Olympics medals in, in judo, and uh, it was getting quite popular. Um you didn't necessarily kept on with that particular sport. You moved on to boxing later on, or Muay Thai. Like, can you talk a little bit about 
why you made that transition or you know why you didn't necessarily stick with judo yeah of course uh so i i, I trained judo when i was five years old in my club and it was great i grew in this club until i think my 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 Uh, purple belts uh, blue belts and then I moved to by the time I moved to Aix-en-Provence I continued to train uh, in the secondary school uh, until my baccalaureate uh, and then I became a brown belt at the time and I compete for the black uh, in France to get your black belt you need to do official competition and pass the kata So I passed my kata, and on official competition, I got uh, very severely injured. Oh, so what I, um, It was a throw, so the, my opponent um, catch my leg during the competition and put me high above him, Oof. and like a, a bit like a catch, you know, when your yeah. head goes down first and the whole weight of the guy on, on your spine, that's pretty much what happened, so he, he cracked my, my cervicals. Wow. And then I went unconscious. So the doctors um, told me then I have to definitely stop judo because I, I, I could I could be paralyzed if I if I continue that sport. Wow! And yeah. how old were you at the time? 18? So, yeah, 18 years old. Wow! So I guess like my intuition, if I was a normal person, and again I think that's a bit the purpose of this discussion is. I think most people would be really put off with this and would say, okay, that's it, you know, I got injured, I had my ride, now I'm just gonna, you know, you know cycle, swim, lift weights um, if I want to stay active, but I don't want to full contact sports anymore. So how did you go from there, from this injury to... So I went to the sport university to become a PE teacher in Marseille, um, and then... I picked different sports, actually, you're right. I, I stopped judo. I, I was like, okay, it's not for me anymore. I have to, I have to make a, you know, uh, like, a, like the, 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 the accept the fact that, yeah, I'm injured and I cannot compete. So I cannot continue in that, in that path. So I, I pick swimming uh, and I pick handball uh, to, to compete. So I became a, a part of the handball team of the university. And then I, I pick up swimming, become a lifeguard, Uh, become a swimming coach and that's how later on in Singapore I, I, I opened a swimming school as well but when I finished my study um, I was uh, going to become a PE teacher so a professor de PS uh, and then you have to teach all the sports right and combat sports are included so oh. I, had, I had to do Uh, they seem to skip those lessons. I'm not sure I ever got combat sports sessions when, <laughs> when I was going to school. Yeah, I mean, for me, the new generation of coach, right, of teacher there is like that. You have eight categories and combat sports is one of them. And you need to master some of them because you have to teach it to college or lycée. So I, I learned French boxing for that purpose, right? Okay. And, and then I teach it to the kids in the... In the the country near to Paris when I when I was mutated there for five years I was teaching French boxing and I always I mean even you stop your career as a judoka right you still have the fighting uh, mood inside yeah yeah inside of you even when I've I've always been kind of a um, very quiet but when I turn red I turn like mad Mm. And this this sport helped me to canalize it, right? So many times it happens, then I, I went in trouble with some some dudes or whatever. I can I can I can really let go the rage, and 
and then I, I I was like okay I need I need to maybe go back to martial arts for for self control. That's so I think it's a very interesting point because in terms of the profiles and I even see it in the gym. Um, it seems to me that. Uh, a lot of people initially they think about uh, boxing, Muay Thai, martial arts as being something very aggressive. Yet more and more we see we see it in the sessions with the people who come train. We see more and more female training. We see a, a lot of relatively introvert people, and it seems to me that there are a bit two categories that come. You have the guys who are maybe more like you, who have this uh, more like competitive spirit or this need to canalize and learn to discipline, get, get the discipline through the martial arts. And you maybe have more people like myself who uh, feel like I want to be able to handle those situations, handle that stress, handle that aggression, show that I'm, I'm capable of, of doing it and, and not want to be pushed over. So like in terms of profiles of people like you see quite a few a few guys in the gym would you say it's a pretty accurate depiction or uh how how do you see a bit the people who come train with you yeah every everybody comes with a different personality different reason different motivation right it's uh there is those who want to learn uh, because they, they they lack of confidence and they they, they want to learn new skills self defense there's those who are aggressive they want to let go this aggressivity into something like organized uh, there is those who are doing it for years and this is part of their their journey right they they want to compete they want to get uh, they want they want to get champion at some point Um, there is those who want to try at some point uh, something new. Uh, it's a trend right now. Is martial arts is everywhere with uh, UFC, so it's it's good for the sport. It brings a lot of new people trying, but not everybody commit for the long term. A lot of people along the way will stop. So what I hope is to grow like a team where you know those guys are not going to sign just for three months and then move to the next one but like learn for 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 few years and and grow in the different sports we are we are doing here mm. yeah and I think we discussed it before uh, when I initially did boxing back in university it was nice but at the same time uh, I couldn't keep up the the way that it was being taught it was within the within the boxing association of the the uni Uh, I was throwing up by the time the warm-up was done and the guys, they didn't really... Uh, there wasn't this idea of uh, pacing yourself and trying to do your best. It's instead of everybody trying to reach the same standard, uh, the idea of everybody trying to push yourself to the best of your limit, it, it, that wasn't what was being taught at the time. It seems to me that... Am I correct in thinking that over the past maybe 10, 15 years, Uh, the way that uh, boxing, martial arts are being taught has changed a little bit? Or would you say that it's just, you know, the way you teach it also is more focused on uh, each and everyone's uh, abilities, in a um, sense? No, I, I think you're right. The, the, the sport changes with the, you know, the, the mediatization, the sponsorship, uh, the, the superstars, right, that make it famous. People want to pick up these sports and inspire a lot of uh, a, a lot of young kids right those champions so it's great but i don't think necessarily that was only the wrong method before i think each gym has 
their own method. His coach is unique to his own vision, right? So maybe you have been very unlucky with your with your uh, uni. Uh, the coach was not paying attention to those who could not keep up, or maybe that was his way, you know, uh, rough and you 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 walk or you die, right? There's yeah. a, is, is, is different mindset here. I think we are very inclusive. Uh, if I see a beginner, I will I will actually make sure that he, he can keep up and he can he can don't feel like uh, you know want to give up because at the end of the day we all start somewhere and uh, g- making someone give up is is very easy so I think our job as a coach is to bring that guy to the next step instead of just pushing out of the door mm-hmm. and actually that was also something that was quite. Um curious about and you've done so many sports what would you what would you say makes martial arts special why would people in their right mind come on you know on saturdays to get punched in the face together and then go have a beer uh why would people do that and what do you think this brings uh compared to uh, some of the other sports we talked about previously i know you you were doing also uh, triathlon which is Uh, also a mental game and it's also about discipline but it seems to me that it's you know it's not the same so can you can you comment a bit on this you know both of them are supposed to be a mind game at the end of the day yeah i i think uh, i've done a lot of sports uh, due to my studies and i like i like to explore a lot of different sports so i have i have done cont- contemporary dancing all the wow. team play sports Uh, competitively, basket and ball, rugby, football. I've played uh, racket sports, uh, outdoor sports like uh, triathlon. You know, all those different sports are great. Actually, I, I enjoy my journey in each of them. Uh, what I like the most is to is to learn skill. As as long as I I continue learning and my level is not stuck, I'm mm-hmm. happy continuing. So I quit when I feel. I have reached my plateau, you see. Mm. So triathlon, for example, I have been doing triathlon for years and then I went to the Ironman, so yeah. which is a long distance one. And then after the Ironman, what's next, you know? I can do another Ironman for how long? And and then my, my performance were very good. And then when I, I was training so much and my performance were not improving anymore, I was at my peak. And and I was like, okay, I wanna I wanna do something else. I think I have I have done enough, and there is other things I wanna do it right. Mm. So I get I get back to martial arts because I think it was part of me when I was young. I watch uh, you talk about inspiration. I was I was a kid. I was watching all those movies right with uh, I mean my generation is like Bruce Lee, Jean Claude Van Damme, Jackie Chan, uh, Jackie Chan, correct, uh, <laughs> Charles Niger, Rocky, right. Rumble, uh, those guys were like fighters, right? And uh, yeah, I've been growing with with this, and I was uh, watching anime like Dragon Ball Z. That was a, uh, they are all fighters from, from like the superhero. You know, they have the power when they train hard, and I think that has always been part of my personality because I grow like that. Mm. And um, so yeah, when I had an opportunity to pick up in Singapore, uh, Muay Thai boxing. I went to Thailand and I start to to train and I, and and I love it. The How dis- many years do you train in Muay Thai? Uh maybe eight, ten years. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but seriously, I have done probably five, six years. Seriously, uh, you know, you start a bit slow, then you really pick up five years, and then now I'm training more than I'm training myself. Right, I'm teaching. Mm. 
So I would say, yeah, eight, ten years of Muay Thai, but five years more intensive. And uh, I love it because it's just when you go there for a camp, it's completely different world. Everything else is different. Where, whatever is your life, doesn't matter anymore. You are into that camp for three weeks and you're going to train every day, four hours, you know, wow. and you're going to stay with those guys and those Thai guys. And you learn so much about life, commitment, discipline. Pain is part of the game, but you, you are becoming humble. Like a, like a, as a human being growth, I think it's, it's, it's amazing, which I, I, I miss to go back there. And the reason, I mean, to answer your question, why, why do I like martial arts more than the other sports in general? It's because you grow as a human being all the time. There is no stop to it. Mm. Uh, there is no, if your performance uh, eventually uh, is stuck because you reach like a really good level, right? You are still growing as a human being to be a better person uh, because you interact with others. You can help someone below you. You can learn from someone above you. There is a lot of interactions, uh, and and it's a it's a quest of becoming a better human being, a better fighter, a better father, a better uh, brother, uh, you know, a better a better friend, a better coach. It's mm. uh, it's it's what I like it and. I, I, I learned like recently like jujitsu on top of boxing and Muay Thai because all the techniques there are, are, are new to me. I mean, there's a lot of things I have to learn and, and I like it. I, I take it like a like a bubble of oxygen in my in my life, you know. Mm. It's I'm focused on the learning process at that moment and I'm sharing a moment with those guys. And on Saturday, why do I like to spar with those guys? This is just this un this is a unique feeling when you are in the ring and you're fighting someone you're a prey and a predator at the same time uh, you have the same goal than the other guy and you feel you leave the moment you are in the instant mm -hmm. you have to be connected to that moment and I don't know it's like we are we are animals right we are hunters from the origin so I think we go back to that feeling we become like like our real self um, back to the you know the true the true survivors right long time ago and, and I like what I've experienced of training with you guys is uh, it seems to me also that we obviously we live in a world where everything I mean uh, is, is very uh, organized uh, adversity pain violence all of that tends to be removed from from society And as a matter of fact, in my example, I just feel like I managed successfully in my life to avoid a lot of negative stuff. But so when those negative stuffs, I have a very hard time dealing with them. And one of the things that I, I realized boxing was helping me with is uh, being in the ring, facing those moments, accepting that it's going to hurt. <laughs> it's going to be tough. Uh, but the, the, there is this weird thing where you're sparring with somebody and he's both your Uh, adversary at that moment but at the end when the round ends he's just he's, he's still your friend and I think it's, it's very interesting that um, to be able as you say to reconnect with those kind of primal little bit uh, feelings and learn to better uh, tame them approach them handle them because the more we remove them the more at least in my case when they come out is very difficult to, to manage. So I can, I can relate to, to some degree to that. But so you've already done 
quite a lot of stuff here elite coach you have two gyms it's been running for how many years now for, uh, three four so the novina gym is the first one we opened just uh at the at the covid period right so it's like two years ago um and then uh this one the far park one is only one years old it's a big challenge because we we took a big stretch right it's the rental is is more expensive the space is bigger Uh, we have to build from scratch a new community because not everybody necessarily from Novina switched over to Far Park, which we hope they will. And then we 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 had plan and it did not go according to our plan at all in terms of numbers. So it was it was a very tough journey, I would say. But I think it's it's starting to pick up quite well because we have partnered with different schools who are very happy using our space. So we are sharing the space with them. They help us. Uh, with a bit of rental um, and then our community is growing as well uh, we have a ring we are going to do events in the future we already did one last uh, two yeah. weeks ago and yeah it's, 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 it's finally happening and it's very I'd say it's a challenge my life is a challenge I like challenge so I'm not I'm not backing it up like okay it's difficult I, I quit mm. I, I take it like exactly like a boxing fight you know I, I have a rough first round but the fight is not finished and, and I'm gonna go to the end And this is this is what I like. I like that challenge. I'm I'm coming there every day, and it was uh, no nobody at the beginning, and and I still keep up. And now it's like a class are getting f more full on the evening, and and people are inquiring every day to to, to try. So I I think we're on the right path. Yeah, and in terms of your your obviously there's the community that's building up. There's the fight team. We had quite a number of people within the fight team who've been quite active. There's been the um, the uh, recent Muay Thai challenge last week. There's been uh, some some fights with some other gyms uh, in the past couple of weeks. It's, it's been honestly, I see like a pretty cool community. Well, the people want to be involved because I think they like the the spirit of the gym. And uh, but going back to you personally, you've been competing. I've seen you box. Uh, regularly uh, within some of those events um, in in boxing more than, than Muay Thai but I've seen you in the ring recently in Muay Thai as well do you have any ambition to continue uh, doing uh, boxing Muay Thai or, or any other sports like at, at the competi competition level yeah of course of course so I'm, I'm turning 41 in July um, I would like to continue on the competitive level boxing and Picking up jujitsu uh, for Muay Thai, I will probably continue sometimes uh, on exhibition fights or events. But competitively speaking, Muay Thai is a risk of injuries, which is quite higher. Yeah. And after a certain age, uh, unless you really have uh, like a title to get, or you know, I think it's no worth. Uh, but I really enjoy the, the the sparring. So I train the fighters. Uh, I, I I spar because when I fight Muay Thai, I mean. When you fight, you fight for win. You fight for damage. In Muay Thai, you fight for knockout. In boxing, you fight for knockout. So when I see what I can deliver in terms of power into these guys I'm sparring with or into the bags, there is no way uh, when I'm fighting someone which you must respect your opponent. He has to be equally your level you have to think your opponent is your level. Mm -hmm. If not, you always go with a wrong perception, right? And eventually you have to think he's, he might be stronger than you are. So I'm like, when the blow we're going to give to each other is going to be madness, mm -hmm. you know? And that madness, 
when you run a gym, when you have a family, my yeah. wife told me, don't compete Muay Thai <laughs> anymore. You have, to, yeah. you have to think about your health and your kids, which is right. So uh, I will continue for the boxing for a title. I will continue for jiu-jitsu as well. And I hope, I hope my journey in jiu-jitsu is going to bring me far. And, uh, and yeah, all of this, I do it for two reasons. Uh, number one reason is I like competition. I mean, I'm a competitor. I like to win. I like to fight. Uh, it's it's a it's a feeling, you know. Uh, as I say, it's a primal feelings, right? Mm. I like to I like to spar on Saturday. It's a bit like a fight club here, you know. Mm. Um, and then and then the fact that I'm older, but I can I can still you know give a hard time to all those young guys, uh, the bigger guys. It's I, depressing, I, I like man. It. It's depressing. Some of the guys here, I, I I never felt like I was old as at 35, and then going around and and, and fighting with people who are like 16, 17, 18. I'm like, God, I'm literally yeah. twice your age now. That that kind of that's the first time I felt old. Yeah, you felt old, but in the same time, when you when you when you smash those guys, yeah, then you feel like good. Yeah, experience yeah. still make points, right? Yeah. You just need to manage better your cardio and and your recovery. But yeah, there is this, and of course, the number one reason uh, above my will of fighting is the gym. Uh, so I'm competing for the gym. It's very simple. If I don't compete myself, I'm not inspiring the gym. You know, I'm not inspiring my fighter. I think people follow the path of what we do in competition because I have been leading, you know, that that's synergy, right? Mm. I have opened the way. So uh, I, I was the first competing there in boxing and, and, and in Muay Thai. And, and I, I had to do it for the gym. Uh, people come here, they see we have a program, they see we went to the experience, we are, we are legit, you know, in what we do. And everybody out there can say whatever they want. If there's anything to say, we, we step together in the ring and we deal our business together. Yeah. They will So can you talk a, a moment about that? Because I think like when I firstly joined the gym, I didn't really realize how important it is for a boxing gym, for a Muay Thai gym to be on the map with regards to competition and to be, uh, to, to be visible with regards to other gyms. So basically, you kind of need to be in the competition circuit a little bit so that you're seen as legit so that the other gyms are going to be willing to organize some sparring exchanges with you so that you kind of build up your reputation. Can you, can you talk a bit more about that? Like it was something that really, I think most people don't necessarily realize when they join a, a gym. Yeah. Um, you can, you can sustain a business if you are just a commercial gym, you do a bit of fitness and boxing. There's a lot of, uh, a brand uh, on that, on that way, right? They, they just do a bit of boxing. They don't really fight or sport. It's just for fitness purposes, right? So not none of those gym, you will see, uh, fighters sending to competition from mm -hmm. them. But the problem is, Exactly, and I was talking about the growth, right? You want to do something for the long term. You want to learn and you want to learn skill for something and you want to grow. So someone in such a gym, at some point, they're going to leave because you're going to turn in circle forever, right? Yeah. And it's like, uh, no, I want, I want a journey. I want to, I want to achieve something. So competition is one of the achievements. You need to, to aim for it, right? And of course... There is plenty of great gym out there, good coaches, good fighters, good members. It's it's happening, those events, because of everybody reunite together for that. So you need to build, over time, good relationship with the gym. Uh, we, can, we can help you, you know, grow as well uh, with sparring, with exchanges. Uh, it's, it's great, you know. I mean, we are, we are sharing the same passion. There is no... There is no I, I, don't, I don't see them like competitors. Some of 
they may my might have a different mindset a little bit more you know not interested to to do even together but that's fine i mean it's 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 part of life right there mm. is there is enough other guys out there to to do great things but it's very important yeah you need you need at some point to show even your own community uh then you have a vision and uh you are you, you are legit in what you are speaking right they know they will follow you because they feel you can lead them uh to a great journey you know uh, if not you will be just uh those kind of uh fitness boutique gym mm. which are not graduating people they are not doing any events uh, they're not competing anywhere they're just making money you know mm. uh, it's a bit sad Yeah, and I think it's also one of the reasons why eventually, you mentioned this earlier, but I think that's also a reason why people can get drop out of a sport is if you feel like you're not progressing or if you're stuck. And you know, I, my example, I was doing a fair bit of rock climbing and then I came to Singapore and I realized uh, at the time some of the gyms were set up very different for a very different type of climbing and I, I really couldn't do it and I felt like there was no progressivity. And so it was like either too easy or too hard And after a few months, a few, one year passed, two years passed, eventually I kind of drop out. So I, I understand the, the point that you need to, to be engaged and feel like you're progressing. So that's, that's, that's key. But um, bringing to another uh, idea is, I think one of the, the reasons why I got interested so much in, in martial arts in general is... Uh, the stories of the people, of the champions, of the people who are really involved in the sport is usually quite uh, inspirational. I, if you've never listened to it, I'm sure you can listen to an interview of Georges St-Pierre and he talks about his childhood, how he was bullied all the time when he was in Canada growing up and then he became this amazing champion, one of the best UFC fighter, mixed martial artists ever and he's also one of the most humble person. So you listen to those guys, it's like, Wow, it makes you, you understand that a lot of the discipline, his ability to go past beyond his anger came mm. also from practicing the sports. Uh, who are your big champions, the people you look up to that, uh, you know, when you're having a shit day, you think, oh, what would that guy do? <laughs> uh, that's a great question. Um, Yes, Georges Champier is one of them, definitely, uh, because I like his humility. He's great. His, 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 path, his past is talking to mine as well. I had, I had a difficult time when I was a kid as well. Um, and then growing in martial arts helped me to, to take kind of a revenge. Um, I will think <laughs> as a champion... Uh, it doesn't have to be a champion, but you know, even you, you had a coach or somebody who made a big impact on you that, you know, you try to emulate. Yeah, no, I mean, now I'm, I'm watching uh, fights every week, right? Uh, one championship, UFC. Yeah. Um, there is those guys. I, li I like people who are skilled and, and humble at the same time. Uh, I think it's, it's a great, great uh, thing to have. So I like Jonathan Agati for, mm. for one championship. I think this guy is super talented. Um, there is, there is, uh, of course, there is the, the the world champion like the ties, right? Um, like um, Road Tang. Yeah. Um, How pissed were you that he didn't compete last week? <laughs> it's okay. Uh, <laughs> he will compete again. Uh, they have to put on the show. But I'm the very inspired, inspirational f fighters. I would say. 
Hmm. My my main one in boxing would be probably yeah. Um, I like Canelo a lot. Mm-hmm. I like I like this guy. He, he he has he has shown a lot in the sports. And uh, in Muay Thai, I I have been very inspired by Senshai and mm-hmm. by Bako. Mm-hmm. Um, now they are they are older, right? But that was Senshai still kicks ass. It's <laughs> cra- it's crazy. I, I I have no idea how how he can how do it. How is he? He's like forty. Yeah, he's forty plus, and and he's like fighting every every three three weeks or months into into stadium and real fights. I mean, this is no joke. The people are. I'm just this guy's inspiration, a real inspiration, and uh, I I used to very to be very inspired by Conor McGregor. Yeah. Uh, at the time, he was at the peak, yeah. and, and then slowly I, I dropped my interest because I think the money in the sport yeah. make people change quite a lot. It was yeah, yeah there was definitely a turning point <laughs> yeah, during yeah. when he was on the rise, and I think he had the entire island behind him. And it was it was quite it was quite something to watch. Then it became a bit boring. At yeah, some point. yeah, yeah. So people over the time might change, uh, but yeah, some have been very inspirational. Right? It's like uh, I mean, Mike Tyson is uh, is is incredible. Those guys are legends, right? You cannot ignore what they have achieved, and you cannot ignore their fights. And you can ins- you like or you don't like the the style or the the person, but you you must notice, you know. What but they that's have done. the thing that I always find so interesting is that I feel like I'm learning way more if I listen to a five minute interview of Mike Tyson than I would if I listen to a five minute interview of Ronaldo. Is like I feel like there is a, for those fighters who came to that age and that level of legacy they have acquired a certain amount of wisdom that get only getting punched in the face can give you and I, 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 are, I would say that actually listening to Mike Tyson nowadays is, is relatively entertaining as well yeah those guys are, are, are learning how to make the business also at some point right it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a show so the, the, the I mean it's a money business at the end uh, people need to adapt to it But the skills they have must be must be you know at least appreciated, and after yeah, if they change because of the business, I think it's part of the game. We we have to we have to know you know. I think everybody is going to change one day if we if we get to that level of popularity. Of course. Right? No, but the fact that even Mike Tyson, when he was doing his cam- comeback, he had a comeback fight. I think was it a year or two years ago? He was. At the time, overweight, he was dropping weight like crazy. He was posting things on Instagram. You're like, holy smokes, the guy is 50-something, mm. and he is eating everybody alive. So, I mean, you, you cannot not have respect. I mean, at the end of the day, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Yeah, one guy then I, I think is also, is uh, not doing fighting, but he's like uh, ex-bodybuilder. He's uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Yeah. Oh man, this guy is like it's never stopping, right? Those guys, I mean, they they get famous so much at some point they can they can just stop and retire, but they keep on. And what they do is very, is good, is inspirational. Mm. I, I I like some of those guys. They are they are just an inspiration. And their movies, these guys, my generation, right? The Terminators and all yeah. of the Conan the Barbarian. I'm watching what he does. I'm, I'm following him on on Instagram. He's posting daily things. It's just fun, guys. He's an entertainer now. Yeah, of course. It's like uh, I like I like those kind of guys. They they give me a vision, right? But my profile is more low profile. 
they are they are looking at a big rich audience which i like to do things the way i think is is great and along the way people notice and follow but i'm not like seeking for attention desperately yeah. so that was actually going to be a bit my next question which is uh what's the if you were hoping to have one sort of trait or takeaway or one thing you would hope to instill and inspire in the people that train with you like what would be the sort of core value that you hope you can bring to people who come train here mm, i would say the training never stop number one so it's not like a, a period of time and then after you 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 go to the next box you need to train as it's part of your lifetime growth So training, I think when I will be 70 years old, 80 years old, if I reach that point, I will still train. Mm. It's very possible. Mm. I, 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 I will recommend people to take it like an opportunity to grow, to keep your mind clean, uh, you know, clear, to get your body stronger, you know, to interact with people, to get smarter, to move. It's, uh, it's, it's a journey. It's not like a, a milestone, you know? Mm. Yeah, you have to take it like a journey. Yeah. But uh, we come back to uh, Georges Saint-Pierre. I mean, if you, if you look at this guy, he's constantly training. He, he retired many years ago, and he's training more than a lot of active fighters nowadays. So it's, it's definitely... Uh, and I think that's the beauty of the sport. My grandfather was uh, also a sports teacher uh, early in his career, and he's done sport all his life. He's 90 plus today but he's still very active for a guy who's over 90 and it's a bit the same story than you he done pretty much every every sport at one point or another because he had to as a as a PE teacher at some point and this being built in uh, yeah i think a lot of people particularly guys like me who spend a lot of time behind a desk it's good to blow off some steam uh, a bit in the gym so i mean With that, I don't want to take too much of your time. It's already <laughs> quite late and your family is missing you. <laughs> we were just recording this uh, after the, the last Muay Thai session of the day. But, uh, you know, thanks for coming on the show, being my first guest. Um, where can people find you? Where can people find the gym? Do you want to share a little bit like the social media? Uh, if people are interested about joining us and uh, coming train here, what's, uh, what should they do? Of course, Alexia. Thank you for having me. Uh, we have uh, two super branch. One is at Novina. One is at Far Park, just above Little India. They are super well equipped. Um, you are most welcome to come and try. We have a two weeks pass uh, to try as many classes as you want. We are teaching boxing, Muay Thai boxing, Jiu Jitsu, Judo, kickboxing, sparring, fitness, circuit training, kids classes. Uh, it's it's a MMA gym like uh, fully you know uh, fully equipped with uh, all the great coaches. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram on elitecoach-sg. Uh, we have also a website elitecoach.com.sg. Voilà. Welcome to the TikTok, no? Yeah, yeah, we're on you TikTok. Elite, uh, so we switched from Elite Coach. That was the origini, or, or, origin of the gym was Elite Coach. Then we switched to Elite for the short, short form. So now we are Team Elite, you know. Uh, but everybody uses Elite at some point in different, different uh, you know, marketing campaigns. So it, it, it's 
elite coach will you we are unique with it elite many other gyms like that name but it's okay I think it's a, it's, it's a short form then uh, it's sweet us very well sounds good but thank you very much we'll drop in next week for, for another episode of the series and until then train hard stay healthy and continue the journey thanks very much Christian and see you tomorrow for hard sparring <laughs> cheers <laughs> thank you Alex You've been listening to Fighters in the Making. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to help the show, you can share us with your friend or give us a tag. You can find the show on Instagram at Fighters in the Making. You can also help us by giving us a review on iTunes or following the show on Spotify. Finally, you can find all our episodes on our website www.fightersinthemaking.com. We'll see you next time for another episode. And until then, train hard, stay healthy, and enjoy the journey.